This episode of Spill the Greens is powered by the Moochie Farms Reconnect Lounge, which you can experience in person at the Canadian Produce Marketing Association's trade show and convention from April 5th to 7th in Montreal. I think we're going on more than seven years of sponsoring what used to be known as the Relaxation Lounge, and in the spirit of reuniting, we decided to theme it as the Reconnect Lounge, which will be located on the show floor between aisles 2000 and 2100. We'll chat more about what to expect there, along with all the ways you can interact with our team in person once again. It's Spill the Greens, episode 15, right now. Spill the Greens, powered by Moochie Farms. Back at it again and ready for some semblance of normal for the upcoming CPMA trade show and convention taking place in Montreal. I've got a couple of Moochie Farms heavyweights joining me today. I don't mean that you guys are heavy, just that you're really important and I'm really happy to have you. So why don't you introduce yourselves? Good morning, Ajit. Uh, My name is Joe Spano. I am one of the uh, managing partners at Moochie Farms and I am officially the vice president of sales and marketing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Glad to be here today with you, Ajit. Uh, I know you twisted some arms here, but uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Emily Maracas, Director of Marketing, um, and I've been with Muchi Farms for just over 10 years. There you go. Uh, both of my guests have been on previous podcasts, so if you want some of their history, uh, you'll have to search the earlier episodes because today we're going to get right to it and chat about all things CPMA, what our main focuses are from a product and packaging standpoint, our value proposition. We'll talk about our main sponsorships as well as some ways that you can interact with members of our of our team across the show floor at the booth and outside of the booth. So guys, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I think we'll just get started by reflecting a little bit on the last couple of years because things have changed quite a bit. We went virtual and obviously we had to find new ways to do business. We had to find uh, different ways of interacting with each other, with team members at home. We have retail partners, people working from home in and out of the office when sometimes things got better, sometimes things got worse. And why don't we talk about some of the positives and negatives that you guys found from the virtual shows? And then maybe were there any positives from that experience that we could use to take forward to make things a bit more efficient. Mm. Wow, big topic. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know that uh, when you think about the positives of virtual trade shows, I know when I look at Joe, I know that 100% he's (laughs) going to say that he liked seeing my trade show expense reports over the last two years, (laughs) because obviously there's no secret that costs were significantly lower with virtual shows. Mm -hmm. I know that the design team had fun adding certain elements to the booth that would otherwise be very expensive to do so um, in regards to like 3D elements and, and that sort of stuff. So it definitely helped that way. Less time pressures for design uh, because obviously virtual mock-ups take a lot less time than, you know, when you're working with large format printing. And I think too, um, Joe, a lot of people were able to participate um, in the virtual show that wouldn't normally be able to go uh, to attend and be out of the office. Um, But with that, um, having virtual shows took a little bit of the travel pressures off of us. So it seemed to... We're highly sustainable, lowering our carbon footprint. (laughs) And it slowed life down a little bit. I mean, for most of us that are on the road for the majority of the year, um, it definitely, uh, you know, was a benefit there. Yeah. um, There's no secret that uh, within the industry and particularly in the sales uh, departments of of most of our competitors and ourselves, there's there's the, uh, the overload that we all complained about in the past. But I think that 
being on pause for two years, really, it took away that personal relationship, that personal touch, that personal feeling that we're used to. Uh, our, let's face it, our business is a very relationship-based type of business. The people we talk to every day, uh, we get to know them and we need to see them. We need to see that face-to-face. We're, we're trading millions of dollars over phone calls and conversations on emails. Sometimes you need to look somebody in the, in the eye and in the face and they need to see us in the eye and the face and have a handshake about what we're discussing because there was, uh, I guess, a, a positive spin to being in the office and not traveling as much. But then you start to feel the strain on the relationship. You need to, we need to see our customers. They need to see us. And CPMA specifically, um, we've always been a, a big part of CPMA. Uh, I think it's the anchor for our business and always has been since we started the sales company in, in 1999. Uh, by design, we focused on Canada and focused on the Canadian retailers and we like to show our support. We like to promote in Canada like we always have been. And, and we like to show off our assortment. And we, we liked having the trade show. Uh, you know, we, we want to see our customers. You know, I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but it's, no, it's you know, we want to see our customers. It's true. And just to kind of um, support uh, what Joe is saying, um, it's difficult to really meet new people in a virtual right. setting, right? Like with a virtual show, someone could literally pop into your booth, view all your items, and never have to speak to someone. Yeah. You know, so... It's not, uh, it's definitely less engaging, it's less dynamic and limited attention. Like, although people were registered to attend the show, they were still kind of bogged down with their desk duties and whatnot. So, really, to give their full attention to the show, they're not actually uh, physically there. So, um, we found that to be a little bit challenging as well. And I think, too, that with virtual, you're only given visual aids. So, there's no physical samples. You can't feel and, the product, yeah, you, can't you can't feel the packaging, there, you can't really get yeah. really no opportunity to experience it. Correct. And even even when we go on the road and we're invited by a customer to do a presentation at their at their facilities at their office, we don't get the same impact that we do at a trade show when we have our full booth and they see what our what our assortment looks like on shelf with the proper lighting with the with the way it would it would resemble a store appearance. So you know we we go into their boardrooms and we we set up as best we can and we have some very successful uh, meetings and visits with our customers. But it's different when they step into your booth and it's all there and it's and it's oh this is what it looks like. And, and, and it pops, the labels pop, the product pops. It's a different experience than, than a presentation in a boardroom. So um, as much as we used to complain and whine about how many trade shows we used to have, uh, I think having no trade shows was too far, you know, left right. from right. right. Um, I, there's a few key shows that I think we need to be a part of and we need to experience. And this is CPMA is definitely one of them. Yeah. I mean, some of the pause, I know you said, you know, things that we're moving forward to and what are the positive things that we, we um, established from, from these challenges. I, I think too that, um, you know, we introduced the, the virtual 3D virtual booth with avatars and like additional animated videos and, you know, messaging. Um, we, we maxed added, out the creativity. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like um, we really uh, were fortunate that uh, we had the in-house capabilities to be able to maximize um, our digital, like we really exploded the digital world. Um, and, we yeah. were forced to. And virtual me look pretty good on the screen. <laughs> I like the way yeah. you can trim a few pounds you, off of me. That was you know, good. If, if people go to virtual.moochiefarms.com, they can still see that spectacular intro. Yeah. I love it. You know, I've, I've lost 20 pounds in the virtual <laughs> yeah. world. So I, I feel like, uh, you know, other companies may have struggled with that. They might have had to outsource uh, the capabilities to be able to up your, um, you know, your, your digital world. So uh, that was something that, you know, we're going to continue to use as a resource. Um, we're not forced to that being our only means of, of presenting, but, um, you know, that was a positive for sure. So, and let's chat a little bit about the difference about the in-person experience that allows our industry to flourish the way that it does. Well, I would say ultimately 
we're in the food industry. So the bottom line is you need to experience it. Like, you know, even personally, when you think about um, a memory, um, they're usually most memorable when you've actually have an experience to share, right? So I feel that it has to be engaging. Um, customers need to touch, feel kind of like, you know, what you said earlier yeah. um, and physically walk our grounds. Um, I think that although we produced video tours um, for virtual, there's nothing like having our customers walk through our operations and experience it like the wow factor personally um, to the sheer scale of our greenhouses, the the technology and the automation that we have. You can't do justice to it in just video. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing a video of our facilities and walking into our facilities, it, it completely, it's night and day. You cannot get the same experience. Obviously you cannot get the same experience, but our, our customers tell us that we've, we've researched you. I've been in a greenhouse before, but, wow, this is completely blows me away. And not just that, like you, you can say that you've been in a greenhouse before, but there, and not to be biased, but there's, there's something about the way that we do greenhouses. Cause we're that's the very best. Different. We're the <laughs> best. No, like our growers do a really good job, right? Like all of our grower managers and just the, the production team, the way that everything is set up, it's clean, it's organized, it's, it's systematic, it's functional. It's just properly put together. I think every every department has there's pride in in what they do. Um, we we I, I think as ownership, there's pride in ownership. So uh, we've heard that from uh, all the professionals in our industry, from financing people to to you know accountants and lawyers. When they walk into our facilities, they they can see it. It you don't have to tell them and point things out. They just walk through and go, wow, that you guys are very very proud of of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know another thing too is that you know, it's no secret. We deal with perishable products. We have timelines are sensitive. And I think that, um, that's why we need to be in person. Like there's certain things, critical thinking that needs to happen. Um, you know, last minute we deal with challenges all the time. So I think the produce industry, I think, uh, you know, we perform when we're present. Yeah. If you take it back to that, to that point, I mean, there's the, there's the, the customer and, 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 vendor relationship, but there's also the relationship between the team itself. We, we essentially, from my side of the business, we are a trading floor. We are like a commodity trading floor. You cannot have a commodity trading floor from, from your house, from your mobile office, from where you're at. There's critical thinking that needs to be, you know, like on, on point all the time. And we're talking to people who are in a buying office, which are in that same type of environment. So if you take that, that, point away. Like as far as internally, uh, we couldn't function properly away from the office. We are in in office business. We, we need to hear each other. There's a vibe. There's, I I always say this, there's a pulse to our business and you can't feel that when you're remote. Yeah. And as you, you can attest, even in the marketing team, like we we do our best work when we're brainstorming and working together. The amount of things, the amount of ideas we come up with in the first 15 minutes of a Monday, just talking about the weekend going, Hey, you know what I saw? Check this out. Bam, 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 bam. And in half an hour, we have like a fresh idea for something in the virtual setting. That's just really difficult to do. And I think too, it depends on your position too. Like our design team seemed to excel in the environment. They didn't have interruptions. They focused (laughs) on their project. They were, you know, it was fine, but I feel like because we do so many things in house we have you know plotters that need to be operated we do our own photography so i mean we needed to be um you know on the show floor and and creating all of those those things so we needed the the engagement and for the, sure the teamwork agreed uh specifically for the canadian market can you talk a bit about uh, at least for for retailers that are going to come and see us and we talk about seasonality supply the Muchi farms value proposition what is it for i know in the last episode, we talked a lot about the American retailers because we were at SEPC in Florida. So this one being in Montreal, we're talking about the Canadian market. What's that main Moochie Farms value proposition that we want 
our customers or potential customers to know about? Um, well, first and foremost, uh, Moochie Farms is a Canadian producer. Uh, over the years, over the last few years, we have ventured into the United States and put and put uh, posts in the ground, and and we've we've expanded with facilities in Ohio. We've opened a new office in California. We have distribution centers in Texas and Michigan, but we are our roots are Canada, and we are primar- primarily a Canadian shipper, and and we want to give back to to the Canadian retailers that have supported us, and also uh, over the years we've expanded into lit cultures we're the we're probably the leader in the lit culture space uh, we've become a 365 day uh, producer uh, of canadian products so you can see you know uh, peppers tomatoes strawberries cucumbers almost 365 days a year from our canadian facility so we like to showcase that we like to highlight that that's the value added proposition is that uh, you know a lot of our canadian retailers they love that we can, you know, their customers can walk into into their store for Christmas shopping, and they can have a, a Canadian a Canadian assortment. Like, you know, for real, it's 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 not a you know, it's a strawberry that's grown in in our in you know two hours away, uh, a cucumber, a tomato, uh, like I just said. But that uh, I, I guess that resonates. It resonates with the buyers because we're seeing uh, with the consumers because we're seeing tremendous lift and tremendous awareness to 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 the to the products in in off season. We used to call it, but now it's not off season. It's it's normal now. And then you also have a big reinforcement of people wanting to buy local, given what's happened the last couple of years. So we're all innately trying to support each other here. Yeah, it became the local. The local play was the buzzword. Now it's becoming regional. Regionally now it's becoming grown. national. Now it's becoming, uh, it's just a movement of, of having, having your products 365 days. And as we move into the U.S., we're offering that into the U.S. also. So it's just becoming more of a, of that, that, that is the value added. And from a marketing perspective, like the investments that we have in this technology um, has really given us the ability um, to promote and market that part of our story, you know, that we are, um, you know, regionally grown and, um, and expanding across all parts of Canada. So um, just offering the consumer that reassurance of knowing where their product comes from, um, as well, of course, reducing the food miles and resulting in extended freshness and quality. I think that that just adds to our our ability to, to market our story. And Joe, you mentioned earlier about um, our expansions, like we we expanded into California, and with that was a distribution center in BC. So what does that new DC uh, mean in terms of our capabilities and what our long-term goals would be for Canadian expansion and how that particular new location really assists in our goal to go coast to coast here as well? But that, that's been the ultimate goal since we began uh, the marketing company uh, and Moochie Farms in general as a brand. We want to truly be a national brand, a multinational brand. And now when we sit and talk to our, our customers, it becomes an easier discussion when you when you can offer your assortment from coast to coast and and there's no barrier lines or no you know uh, um, invisible lines on the map that says we can only go so far because now we're shipping from you know multiple points and we can bid on programs that uh, you know that service the entire country uh, that's important we've learned to we've learned to move our products across the, the you know the cross these imaginary barriers but now with with all the pressures in 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 the world and in the economy with freight and costs you know soaring um, it's important to have pivot points distribution points in you know on the other side of, of the country it uh, it's becoming uh, 
it's just becoming a financial situation too. So, I mean, it's just good to be able to offer our brand and we're, we're truly a national brand now. Yeah. And it's fun for marketers like me, cause we get to advertise <laughs> a national, we can do national ad campaigns rather than, you know, our usual regional stuff. We can go cross country. So is, that's exciting too. Is that more expensive? Well, I'm just waiting for you to green light my Super Bowl commercial and then we're talking. <laughs> it's going to be hard to follow that, that, that halftime show, but I'm, I'm up for it. All right. Well, with being back in person for the first time here in Canada, let's talk a little bit about the show itself and what attendees can expect from Team Moochie at the Moochie Farms booth. And we'll also touch on, um, you know, where they can see our people sort of outside the booth because we're doing a bunch of different things. And we got a few things to highlight and we can start with even uh, products that we might be highlighting, some showcase items. So, Em, if you want to if you want to run with that, that'd be great. Perfect. Um, I know that you can expect high energy response uh, from our team. I think we're all really excited to get back in person. As mentioned, uh, you know, earlier, our presence across Canadian market has uh, obviously expanded, but also um, our involvement and support of CPMA overall um, has really expanded as well. Um, we have one of our young um, but long-standing exemplary employees, um, Samantha Howie. Um, she's participating in the Passion for Produce program. Um, Sam is definitely a, a rising star yep, in, in our sure industry. Is. So sure um, we're excited to have her have this opportunity to uh, experience this in person um, for her. Um, our newly elected to the CPMA Board of Directors, uh, our very own Dan Branson, who is our Senior Director of Business and Product Development, is also uh, a panelist on two of the Learning Lounge sessions. Um, one is around innovation and the other, of course, is sustainability and packaging. So um, we encourage you know, all attendees to, to make some time and attend those sessions. Uh, I find that with any of those sessions, uh, you always learn a, a few new things. Without fail. Yeah, yep. for sure. Also, too, I'm excited that I'm able to actually uh, meet a lot of the marketing committee members and the education committee members because we've been uh, meeting virtually over the past two years. So be able to, uh, <laughs> uh, to meet with them um, on Monday. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and as far as our booth goes, like our chef is going to be creating all kinds of great recipes featuring some of our, um, our products. Um, so we want you to experience those flavors for yourself. So, you know, please pop by the booth. And we also are featuring some main products in our various locations around our booth. It's not necessarily new products uh, for Muchi Farms, but I would have to say that they are probably some of our most innovative, favorite, and, and sought-after products. Uh, for instance, our, our smoochies, uh, sweet strawberries, um, as well as our cucumber poppers, uh, the one-bite snack uh, cucumbers. Yeah. And then we've got this incredible new series of sustainable uh, linerless label trays. You want to tell us a bit about that? Uh, yes, actually, um, front and center at our booth, we are going to focus on all of our sustainable packaging options that we've created over the years. Um, Fernanda and I both sit on the CPMA Plastics uh, Working Group Committee, and we appreciate the advocacy and the information that has been able to be shared. So we really, put, as a company, we really put um, a strong emphasis on being able to offer sustainable packaging. Um, and as you mentioned, our new linerless label as we stay at the forefront of of the industry as it relates to packaging we have introduced a new linerless label series it's completely plastic free um, it's made of 100 recyclable paperboard and it uses 80 percent less adhesive so um, that's always uh it's what everybody's nice, looking for yeah, now yeah for sure Nobody wants to pay for it yet, but everybody wants it. <laughs> we, we have to offer the option. For sure. um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big advocate on the, the fact that plastic is a, it's, a, it's necessary in our business. Mm -hmm. But we, if, if a customer wants an option, an option to, to plastic, we, we want to be able to offer that. Um, it's, it's, 
it, it's the direction. I mean, that's where, where the industry is going. So we're going to move through it slowly until yeah. we... And so, I don't think we're yeah. going to get rid of plastic. We're just going to be using um, more recyclable, friendly right. plastics. Right, and you'll be able to get rid of single-use plastics and, and find things that just make more sense. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. like, we're the food industry, right? People shop with their eyes. They want to be able to see the product. You know, we we know that there's challenges with all cardboard plastic uh, packaging, but um, yeah. like I said... We, we want our customers, our, our partners, to understand when they see plastic uh, with, with Moochie farms that we've done our homework and it's it's probably the most sustainable plastic that's available for that for that space for that segment we've reduced what we can reduce but at certain points in time that that plastic is necessary and clearly we're doing our homework because year after year we're finding new sustainable options so that if that's the route that a retailer wants to go the option is available for them yeah absolutely correct uh also, I wanted to talk about hot shots because they're surfacing again, and it seems like the spice market is on fire. It's a reboot. It's <laughs> literally a re- and figuratively. It's a reboot. We've, we've had hot shots for a while now in our lineup, um, but uh, no pun intended, they get hot and cold. <laughs> but um, it, it, there is a lot of awareness in the, in, the, in the spicy pepper category, in the hot pepper category. So uh, we're sort of rebooting it. We're bringing it back. We've, uh, we've expanded the assortment in our hot pepper uh, line a little bit. We've uh, added a Carolina Reaper and... And I believe we added the um, the scorpion, the scorpion yeah. this year. So we've got some really uh, for people that really want to hurt themselves, they can <laughs> they can buy some of these um, really hot hot peppers, which I enjoy myself. So I, there's no uh, like there's no no criticism in that. But um, we're seeing that there's a lot of interest in this. So we've kind of rebooted it. Uh, we've launched with another retail partner in the U.S. We have a couple standard partners in Canada that have been supporting us on this, and it's a fun little item. It's not a big volume mover, but yeah. it's a it's again a value proposition i saw one of the one of the instructions on it it said wear gloves wear gloves when you <laughs> handle the product we actually uh, to go along with that too we've introduced a new package format for that um, where it's actually a, a cardboard um pre-graph uh, with uh, graphics on it and actually has the scoville has all the information um, right, chart right printed right on the package so yeah yeah and then we have uh, we're submitting organic grapes as well right for the organic line we're we're not the, we're not the biggest organic shipper in the industry that's for sure but we want to we want to let our customers know that we are going to pick a, a few items that we're going to try to specialize in uh, organic grape tomatoes organic cucumbers um, the odd organic bell pepper offering we're we're going to move through this slowly till we do it right and we can and we want to make sure that our there's no supply hiccups and uh, so yes organics is on top of everybody's mind so we are definitely moving slowly but 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 surely into the organic space very cool. And myself, my favorite tomato in our entire lineup, and I'm not really even a big tomato fan, is uh, the Certo is my absolute favorite. Because it's the best tomato it in the world. It is by far the best. <laughs> we call and, it the snacking sensation. Right? And now we're giving it a new snackable twist to it. Yes. So, Em, if you want to tell us, uh, tell everyone what we're doing with, with Certo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our Certo, obviously, um, we initially uh, released it, uh, Tomatoes on the Vine, Um and uh, it was so well received that we are now offering it in a sackable format. So we're offering it loose in a pint size as well as a family size bowl. Um, I know that when you put that bowl on your counter, it's, it doesn't take long for it to for it to disappear. So it's a great snack option, and uh, we've introduced it into the. The snackable. Category. All right. And now why don't we touch on some of the items that people may come across at our booth? 
Well, the darling of the show is going to be <laughs> is going to be the Moochie Farms Smoochie. <laughs> I'm very, we're very, very proud of our of our um, of our presence in the um, strawberry greenhouse controlled environment. Um, Seems like a, the hottest item now, hey. We we I, I I've got to say that I think that we led the industry into this space. Uh, we are the largest. Um, strawberry grower in North America under glass. Uh, I, I'm, I'm almost going to say probably the largest in the world in one, in one in location. One, one yeah, space, we have 72 yeah. acres in one location and we are primed to double that in the next uh, year or so. So, so uh, and listen, there's a, there's a lot of focus in this space, a lot of awareness. Um, there's, there's just so many disruption in, in the field supply. Uh, there's food miles that, uh, again, I touched on earlier with the, with the, you know, soaring uh, freight costs and, and what have you, but it's just that experience where we're a clean berry. There's no pesticides. There's no chemicals whatsoever. You can pick it off the plant and eat it. Uh, there's, you know, it's, it's just the fact that it's, it's on shelf within 48 hours. Uh, right. uh, so, you know, there's just a lot of great aspects to, to, uh, to the whole, um, to the whole offering with, with strawberries where we've explored blackberries. Uh, we're still, you know, looking at it. If we haven't been able to perfect it and move as quick as we did with strawberries, uh, that's a varietal thing and how they react in the greenhouse. But there's, you know, there's discussions of, of raspberries that, which we, we saw when we, when we were, um, investigating this, the, the, the strawberry experiment as we called it. So there's, I think there's a, there's a, a lot of runway in the berry space. And you'll be able to experience those front and center. They'll be on display at our booth. Um, As always. Yeah. And right across is another uh, wonderful item. It's our cucumber poppers, our snack size, mm-hmm. one bite um, cucumber. And that's been a, an extremely um, well-received. Big uh, hit. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And um, it, it really is the perfect snack. Um, and the uniqueness of it is it's the size. Size and the crunch and the freshness. Absolutely. And again, we're going to be featuring our uh, our blended flavors, which is our our version of variety packs of, of, you know, medleys, uh, which it offers a, a best in class assortment of tomatoes in one bowl. So you'll, you'll get the, you know, you, you'll see yellows and browns and pinks and what have you in there. And, uh, it, it's not just by accident, it's by design. We've, we've researched it. Um, Danny Mucci, uh, does, spends a lot of time with varietals and, uh, we, we think we have the best in class recipe in our, in our blended. It's uh, not just flavors. a dump of, of random tomatoes. Exactly. But Every you, variety was very specifically chosen. But to be quite honest, it did start out like that as uh, you know, every grower had, uh, you know, trials and there were, tri- and, and this, these medley packs sort of surfaced, but the experience was never consistent. And, and, uh, the varieties were always, you know, not perfect. So we decided to let, and it took a while, it took years. Uh, but we, I, we feel that we have a really good assortment in, in those bowls and in those pints. So, uh, we, we hope the consumer, and we, we know the consumers are, are buying them. So they're, it's a, it's working. And even for, you know, the chefs and the foodies out there, um, there it's aesthetically beautiful yeah. package. Like there's so many different colors in the pack, um, you know, along with the flavor and whatnot. It, it just, it just looks really, really nice. I think the sweet green the is always the, the, uh, the, the, the interesting yep. element. Yeah, and those are the ones we get calls for. Hey, what's this green tomato? Yeah, it yeah. works. Yeah. All right. Well, we were talking earlier about how people can find our team, not just at the booth, but in a few different places. And one of the places that they can find members of our team is at the, what is traditionally called the relaxation lounge, which we are rebranding to the reconnect lounge in spirit of, you know, reuniting. So, so why I, don't we talk about why we, why we chose this thing? I like relaxation lounge. <laughs> I, would go, I would go take a nap there. You'll still we're going to force you to connect with us. You'll now. still oh, be okay, able for, to. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so why do we choose this name and what are some of the details that we worked on? Because we don't just slap it together. Like our team actually yeah, puts in a lot of effort. 
And, uh, and Moochie Farms has been sponsoring the Relaxation Lounge for seven years now. Um, it's crazy how time flies in, in produce. But um, we always have a great time creating a theme and putting a little spin and the special touches on the overall design and the special elements uh, of the lounge itself. Um, as you mentioned, Ajit, in, in, in this year, keeping and playing on, on the theme of industry reuniting, we decided to call it the Reconnect Lounge. Um, obviously, it still offers a space for you to go put your feet up, Joe, and, and retreat if you need to get a break. Um, or if you want to ha- host an impromptu meeting um, there as well, or, or just simply recharge you, you know, your phones. Um, we've kind of gone with the celebratory uh, vibe for the, uh, for the space. Um, as we should. Yes, exactly, because we're celebrating going back in person. Um, we have some balloon mosaics um, and a clever play on words to go along with the reunite and the reconnect, such as uh, refresh. We're going to be offering refreshments. Uh, recharge, as I mentioned, you could charge your phones um, and recolor. Uh, we're offering attendees the uh, opportunity to uh, put the color back into produce, I guess, <laughs> uh, per se. Um, so we've created some veggie and fruit graphic tabletops that you can go uh, and actually um, color. Uh, we found that with COVID, um, those uh, uh, mandala type coloring books yeah. uh, were very popular uh, during COVID and there's something calming For and um, doodling during your virtual exactly meetings. Exactly, <laughs> satisfying about coloring. And of course, we also took the opportunity to put a little video together from Muchi Farms uh, showcasing some of our colors of flavor as well. So the Reconnect Lounge is, is another option for you and it's yep. located it's right on the show floor, right I think on the show between floor. 2000 and 2100. Yeah. Exactly. the aisles it's yeah. a, it was it was always a great place to have a, a quieter little one-on-one the, the show the, the show booth can get very hectic and noisy and it's a good spot to just have a little a little quiet meeting. Yeah, sounds good. Um now, if a potential partner, speaking of meetings, if a potential partner wants to pre-schedule a meeting with our team or they want to meet people in particular, how would they go about doing that? What's the best way to do that? Um, you know, you could email us directly at sales at moochiefarms.com or you can even private message us on one of our um, social pages in advance if you want to schedule a meeting um, or simply pop by our booth. It's 1615 um, is our booth number. Um, the three of us will be there, so you can reach out to us. And uh, we will also have a full team of our sales directors present as well. Uh, happy to help you out. And um, the nice thing is, at our booth, we have a separate meeting space, so um, we can definitely uh, conduct a private meeting if necessary as well. So, um, yeah, we have those options. We're looking forward to seeing our partners in produce. In there Montreal. In, in Montreal. Montreal. Boom. Yeah, excited That's to it. see you. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Spill the greens. Powered by Moochie Farms.